Welcome back to Practicing Catholic. Part of our mission as Catholics is to live out our faith and be a witness to others in all we say and do. Easier said than done, right? Especially if you're working in a more secular environment and don't have the support of your colleagues when it comes to matters of the faith. Well, joining us today is founder and president of the St. Joseph Business Guild, Roger Vasco, to share some tips on how we might better live out our faith in the workplace. Roger, welcome to the show. Thank you. Can you, uh, can you please start us off maybe with a bit about what the St. Joseph Business Guild is? Introduce us. Yeah, I'll give you a quick recap. Uh, the St. Joseph Business Guild is a Catholic community in the Twin Cities, which helps its members provide for their families. We help uh, Catholic workers network, get better jobs, and start their own businesses. And we help Catholic business owners uh, find good employees and get more customers. Okay. We help everyone live out their faith in their work by hosting talks, retreats, dinners, by running a, a co-working space. Very good. It pretty much sums it up. I, 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 there's a lot more details to it, but that's that's a summary, quick summary. Sure, sure, yeah. Well, I'm. I know you've compiled quite the network of Catholic businesses and entrepreneurs, even even now. So, how can our practicing Catholic listeners get involved with the guild? Well, um, you, you get involved by 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 joining. Um, membership is open to to all types of workers, um, uh, business owners, entrepreneurs. Uh, workers, um, parishes, nonprofits, um, and students, and um, so no matter where you are in life, we want we want you to bring your network to the guild because the more the more people we have in the guild, the bigger our networking power is. Um, so you can join the the guild at sjbusinessguild.com online. Right. There is how it is. Would- yeah, sjbusinessguild.com. I'm on the site now, and I can see there's a nice button right in the middle there. It says apply for membership. So wonderful. And it, uh, yeah, it says become our, if you applied right now anyway, as I'm speaking, uh, you can become our 574th member. So there's quite a few people that are part of this already. Well, let's turn to the subject at hand here, Roger. So I'm sure that it's easy to live out the faith when we're surrounded by like-minded people. Well, at least most of the time anyway, right? But how about Catholics? serving in non-Catholic workplaces. What are some tips that you can give for how to begin sharing about the faith in, in the workplace? Well, I think, I think most of us know how we should act in the workplace, but we're just not sure. We, we need a little help actually doing it. You know, some of the things everybody knows, you know, don't compromise, do the right thing, set a good example, use good language, don't gossip. But I think, I think prayer is the boost that we need and it, it starts with prayer before you start the workday. This could be at home, uh, before you leave, or maybe in your car and on your commute. Or even better, if you could stop at an adoration chapel on the way to work. I know if you're anywhere near downtown St. Paul, you could attend uh, 6.45 a.m. Mass at, at St. Louis King of France. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what I did. I graduated from praying at home to go visiting the adoration chapel. And and then after that, I just I just um, started going to mass on on the way to work. And everybody can't do that, but you could pray on the way. Uh, another thing is you can set an alarm on your phone at, for during different days times during the day to uh, to say to say some prayers and 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 say some prayers on your on your breaks. I think sometimes people don't realize that that working at a at a particular employer can be toxic to your, toxic to your faith. And um, if you think about 
all the time that you spend at work versus the quality time that you spend at home with your family. Um, so it's, it's very important where you work. And and it's important that, that the company's values match up with yours, at least somewhat. And that what I, I read that recently, just about 90% of Fortune 500 companies have have diversity departments, departments, and this can cause problems with Catholics. I talked to uh, one person in my guild who was a manager, and he said he would no longer, he's retired, but he would no longer be able to work at his company because he would be required to train employees on, on things that were, that would go against his faith. Hmm. Uh, and so I, I, I'm not saying that you need to quit your job immediately if you're, if you're at a company that doesn't match up with your, that has beliefs that don't match up with yours, but you, you, you should, Start planning uh, on, on maybe trying to, trying to do whatever you have to do to 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 find a, a better job or a different job, and yeah. that's kind of where the where the guild comes in. We uh, when you join as a member, you you get access to to our database of members, and so if if you would be looking if you're looking for a job, you 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 have a database of 120 Catholic owned uh, businesses with the, with the owner's name, email address, parish, and the name of his company. So you could contact these business owners directly to, to see about a job. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. But you mentioned earlier about the value of networking. By the way, we're speaking with Roger Vasco, the founder and president of St. Joseph Business Guild. And Roger, you were mentioning about the value of networking. And I'm imagining that even becoming a member of the guild, you might actually discover that somebody else who's also a member of the guild is a colleague, or especially if you work in a large corporation, I'm sure that there are places where you obviously don't know everybody else who's there. And there might be even opportunities to meet up with other people, other Catholics in the workplace um, for a prayer group, for a Bible study or something like that as well. Um, is, is, are those types of things, are those plausible? Are those types of things happen? You know, I, I'm not sure if they're happening, but I, I that that is a good that's a good uh, idea. I did I didn't think about that. So so that our database of individual members, which we have over 220 individual members who who don't own businesses, and uh, they're in our database and they're accessible to everybody, all of our members, and you can you can see their their name, their email address, their parish, their job title, and their employer. And so oh, okay. if you wanted to check. Before you 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 took a job with a new company, if you want to check to see what the what what the company was like, you could contact one of the guild members that works at, at a company at the company if if you could find one, mm-hmm. and then and then see what it's like at that company if they recommend working there. Sure. Um, okay. Yep, that's that's a great tip. You know, something else that occurs to me is that um, while I know that some employers place restrictions on any kind of religious articles or that sort of thing that can be displayed in a cubicle or in an office or something like that, I I am not privy to that kind of work as I am working uh, pretty exclusively in the Catholic world at the moment. But um, I I have a great respect for and pray for those who are working in non-Catholic environments. But if there's not such a restriction, would you recommend maybe having some having a crucifix on the wall or a rosary at hand or something like that too? Oh yeah. Yeah. I guess any, anything you can do to, to, um, to show people, to make them think uh, about, about God and about Jesus and, and the, um, you know, eternal salvation. Yeah. That, that's, that's, um, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's things sometimes that you don't say, I'm not, I'm not opposed to, to saying things, but sometimes people, 
take can take that the wrong way in in a secular environment. Um, and I think a big thing is just to set good examples, right? You know, right. to show them how you should act. I, and not and not take take part in the gossiping or the um, all of the bad activities that could happen. I and mean, we've had guild members that had to quit construction companies um, and di- quit different companies because it, it's just toxic to their health. The mm. the people that work there just tends to be in some of these industries just not a good not a good fit for for a practicing Catholic. Yeah, some of the things that's coming to mind is like uh, when Jesus tells the disciples as they're sent out on mission, right? That they're if they're if they come across a town that doesn't welcome them, that doesn't uh, look after their physical needs as they're ministering spiritually amongst them, to shake the dust off their feet and that sort of thing. Sometimes in life we still got to do something similar, you know. If we find, like you said, Roger, that if it's toxic to your faith, to your your spiritual health then yeah, maybe it is time to move on. But at the same time, to draw back what you were saying before about setting a good example and uh, being kind, I just, I'm just i kind of musing over the combination of perhaps, uh, you know, if you have a crucifix on display in your cubicle and you are, gain a reputation of being one of the kindest people in your department, um, that those two things can actually play pretty well together in terms of evangelization. Yeah, yes, yes. It, and I think, you know, you know, as far as being salt of the earth and staying where, at your company to try to try to try to you know maybe create some change, that that's where you, you need the prayer. That's where that's where you need you need to make sure you have the support that you don't end up succumbing to some of the pitfalls at at these companies because that could happen. So. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So I'm again. I'm looking at your website now. I see uh, coming up next week on the 26th, you have a winter quarterly with Dale Alquist scheduled. Can you give us a little, a few details about what that's going to be about? You know, I he, he's going to talk about home and work, and it's it's a chapter in in his new book. Um, so we we have four of these quarterly meetings per year, and they're free for for guests, um, and. Um, this meeting is over at is over at Holy Cross in Northeast Minneapolis mm. at Colby Hall, and um, we we just we have a short we have net there's networking uh, there there's um, uh, a meal just a short short guild program and then and then the speaker, um, but it's a great place to to meet Catholics and like I said before you don't have to own a business uh, we we had a a happy hour at Jack's Cafe last week and there was not a single there was only one entrepreneur there. The rest, the rest of the people were workers. They weren't uh-huh. even business owners. Yeah. So, okay. and a lot of people jo- join the guild, not necessarily for the economic benefit that they're looking to meet Catholics that that's why they join. Right. Right. Well, and so, I think that that is, that is something that is a, it's a pillar and foundational part is just interacting with others who may be facing some of the same struggles that you are. And if that can't be done in the workplace, then certainly someplace like St. Joseph Business Guild is a great place, I think, to, to do it. You also mentioned in your member benefits, uh, mentorships as well. What does, what does that look like? We have about, we have over a dozen mentors and we have a mentor coordinator. So if you, if you would like a mentor for maybe to help, uh, fix your resume to help with interviewing, uh, to, to help with maybe some problems that, that you're having at your small, at your company or your business or problems you're having at work. Or we've even got, uh, you, you can, you can contact our, our mentor coordinator and he will try to, um, suggest a, a mentor that, that would be, that would be, um, a good fit for you. Um, 
We we have one deacon um, in in our in our on our list, um, and most most of the people are men. There's a few there's a few younger people, uh, and the, we're going to be adding to this, and we w- we want to have, you know, we want to be able to give support in all different areas, starting a business, um, and even even maybe family issues. We have we have different we have a few uh, counselors that are members too. And that's that's differentiates us from from the other, but just a plain chamber of commerce or or um, or uh, other business associations. We we are going to be adding a, a a category of advisors. So an advisor would be somebody that maybe doesn't have time for a regular relationship to meet once a month or once a week or whatever, but they they would meet a couple times to to, uh, to help give just give information. And that's a lot of business owners are like that. They're busy. And they wouldn't want to be meeting every month, but they would meet a couple times. Right, and right. So, very good. Well, Roger, we've uh, hit up against the end of our time here, but uh, once more, why don't you tell us where online we can find the St. Joseph Business Guild? Yeah, that's that's at sjbusinessguild.com. dot com, and it's right on the home page. It says uh, apply here. When you you apply, we we uh, we approve our members in batches. You'll get an email that'll tell you how to get. How you can get set up for the with the username and password for the the members only part of the website. Well, most of the, most of the website is for members only, and then I put you on a I put you on a uh, on a list um, for for our uh, email list for our new member meetings. We we have an initiation meeting that that it would take about takes about forty five minutes or an hour to explain everything that we have going on in the guild, so that once you get done with the meeting, you you you're more able to uh, spread the word to friends and and associates. All right. Well, sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing about St. Joseph Business Guild and also for some thoughtful ways of living out the faith at work. Roger, we're grateful for what you do. Thanks for being on the program. Thank you. Again, that's sjbusinessguild.com to learn more about the guild, find job postings, and discover Catholic-owned businesses around our archdiocese. Next up on the show, continuing to defend the right to life on the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, even after it's been overturned. Marianne Kaharski and her daughter join us right after this. <laughs> 